Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Thursday the 28th of March. Coming up, Kent Mum backs campaign for drug that could save her son. He was diagnosed at three months old. We don't have CF in our family, so it was quite a shock to us. Excluded Medway schoolgirl denies prank which could have killed her teacher. Going back, it's going to be hard with everybody thinking, oh, what have these like people done? Like doing this horrible thing. And Kent seaside shelters get a new lease of life. Each of these shelters is costing us about eighteen and a half thousand pounds to repair. So that's going to allow us to do an extra three shelters. Kent Online News. A mum from Seven Oaks has been sharing her story with us today as she campaigns to get a potentially life-saving drug made available to people with cystic fibrosis. Ali Dillon's son Ollie was diagnosed with the condition as a baby and it affects his lungs and other organs. He's now 20 and every day has to have two physiotherapy sessions, takes up to 70 tablets and four nebulizers. Ali's told us about a government petition she wants everyone to sign. We're asking for access to life-saving drugs for cystic fibrosis. The drug is called Orcambi. It was licensed three years ago, um, but we haven't had access to it in the UK. Um, and since uh, Orcambi was licensed, there's actually another drug coming through the pipeline and another one after that. Um, and these are the first medicines that actually will target the root cause of cystic fibrosis. So before now, all medicines have just, they've had antibiotics to treat exacerbations and um, vitamins and nebulizers and so forth, but nothing actually targets the root cause. Now, obviously, you know, you've got a very personal interest in this. Can you just tell us a little bit about Ollie and about your experiences? Yeah, so Ollie has has CF. He was diagnosed at three months old. Um, We don't have CF in our family. We we had no previous experience of it at all. Um, So it was quite a shock to us. Um, And he spent um, a number of weeks in hospital as a child with um, exacerbations, having IV antibiotics and so forth. Um, And um, over the years, he's he's been in and out of hospital. We are quite fortunate with Oliver because... um, he has remained relatively well. He's uh, he'll be twenty one in two weeks' time. Um, life expectancy is around um, around thirty one, um, but it just depends how well they keep as as the years go on. It's a degenerative condition, and one cold could turn everything around. He caught flu last year, and he lost forty percent of his lung function over a week, which was quite a scary time for us. Um, and the reason that we need or can be is because because it targets the root cause. It means that the uh, mucus in the body is it, it doesn't it isn't so thick. Um, the the balance of salt and water in the body that causes the problem. Uh, it's like a gate being opened to let the water through, and the uh, mucus becomes more liquid, and they can expel it from the bodies easier. So, I mean, this drug would make such a difference to so many people. It would, yes. There's um, about, I think, about four four thousand people eligible for Canby, um, and then there's more drugs coming along through the pipeline that would take it up to nine thousand people. So what will the petition do? What's kind of the next step? We need to reach 100,000 signatures to trigger um, a second debate in Parliament. We've already had one. 
which had backing from a lot of ministers, but now we need a, a second debate because we still don't have the drug. Um, and we've had the long-term evidence from people using Orcambi since that first debate, um, which has proven that it does extend life and reduce exacerbations. Well, so far, more than 87,000 people have signed the petition. Kent Online exclusive. In other news today, two Medway schoolgirls have been excluded for 20 days after crushed nuts were found in the classroom of a teacher who has a severe allergy. The Rochester grammar pupils deny being responsible for last week's prank. and One of their dads has even paid almost £600 for her to take a lie detector test to prove prove it. 16-year-old Alexandra McDonald insists she's innocent and her dad Peter told us how he found out about it all. When I heard we had to go and pick Alexandra up from the school, I spoke to the deputy head at the time and said to him about it and he said to me, what had happened, you know, there's crushed nuts in the corridor and it's by a room that a teacher that has a severe nut allergy was going into and I said, is he sure this is Alex? And they said yes. I said, it's, it's out of character for Alex. I said, do you have any evidence? Does, does anyone? And they said, no, we don't have anyone sort of seeing her put them down or doing this. I said, OK. What makes it sure, you know, you're sure that it's, it's her that's done it or her, she was party to it? And they said, well, we, we don't need evidence. We just need probability. Alexandra says she was searching for her blazer during a free period with friend 17-year-old Maddie Colley when a teacher told them to go downstairs to another classroom. When they came back, they apparently saw the crushed food on the floor but thought nothing of it as break time had just finished. It's claimed they were also seen giggling together in the corridor. But Alex says she didn't have anything to do with what happened and being banned from school has affected her studies. Yeah, it was especially stressful because we have our mocks during this exclusion time so we, I won't be able to go to my teachers and ask for help just like we get the work sent to us so we just have to do it at home and especially going back it's going to be hard of everybody thinking oh what have these like people done like doing this horrible thing. Alexandra's dad Peter even used technology to try and prove she wasn't guilty. One of my wife's friends was chatting to her and said well it's a bit of an impasse why don't you go for something like a lie detector test? She maintained all the time that she was telling the truth, but no one would believe her. But in the report, basically, she's passed every question they've asked. The school say they won't apologise for their decision, which they took following an internal investigation. They also say the extremely dangerous incident could have had fatal consequences. Kent Online reports. Ten days after a man found injured in Chatham died in hospital, his death is now being treated as murder. He was in his 30s and was found injured at a property in Westmount Avenue. Four people have previously been questioned and released on bail. Border Force have intercepted a boat off the Kent coast following reports of suspected migrants on board. They were called to the water close to the port of Dover just after four this morning. Since November, there have been more than 40 cases of small vessels crossing the channel involving almost 400 people. Graves are going to be dug up at a Kent cemetery to make 
way for a possible development, which could include new homes. Bodies will be moved from part of the site in Tunbridge Wells, and the council is trying to track down relatives of anyone buried in the unmarked pauper's graves, which date back to the 19th century. And finally, seaside shelters along the Thanet coast are being given a new lease of life, thanks to a cash boost from the government. Volunteers have been given £50,000 from the Coastal Revival Fund as they work to restore nine historic shelters in Birchington. Phil's been chatting to Dave Adams, who's from the group in charge of the project. He says it'll make a huge difference. It's an absolute boon to our, our fundraising activities, really. We we applied for it and initially we were told we didn't get it, but more money became available and it was such a surprise for us last week to find out we've been given 50000 for it. Each of these shelters is costing us about £18,500 to repair, so that's going to allow us to do an extra three shelters over and above what we've already done. I mean, it's just, it's real, it gives us a real impetus to carry on. It's a, it's a long project, but we're just over the moon with it. Why did you decide to start the project in the first place? Well, initially, I mean, I, I only moved down here from London four years ago, and my wife thought I needed to get involved in something. So we went along to a parish council meeting, and at that council meeting, the parish councillors suggested that these shelters need refurbishing, and a group of us put our hands up and got involved in doing it. And it's just a wonderful community down here. Everybody wants these shelters restored. They're iconic to this area. There are, there are a total of nine shelters, seven in the, of design of this wooden structure. And so many people who have lived here for years have got memories of them. People come down here for the day trips, and you, you can see from the, the weather we have here, it can be glorious sunshine one day, there can be a gale force wind blowing the next. And these shelters are ideal just to come in. If you get caught out on the beach, you can come and stand here, you can sit there and look out on the view. People come here and sit there, read books, they have their picnics here, they've got nice grassy areas to the side. And it's just iconic of this coastline. We're, we're a very old-fashioned seaside resort. We don't have all the amusements, um, and these shelters just define this coastline, I think. And with £50,000, what, what can we expect in terms of a time frame in the next couple of years? Um, well, we've already got some money to develop one shelter, and the time frame we have for that is a seven-week rebuild. Each of the shelters are in such a bad state, they don't look it initially, but when you actually get to the root of them, they're rotting from the ground upwards, and they're covered in woodworm, so they really need to be taken down and rebuilt. Now, 50,000 plus the money we've got should allow us to do four shelters. We were originally looking for maybe, with our fundraising the way it was, potentially a nine-year project. We're hoping now we can do this in another two to three years. Well, volunteers have been helping to renovate the seaside shelters up until now and will continue to work on them with the new funding. Here's one of them, Keith Waller, speaking to Phil. Just firstly, tell us a little bit about uh, why you got involved in the project in the first place. Well, it came down and uh, when we were uh, speaking to a lot of the community, they felt as though they, ne they uh, needed to do so, especially with these shelters. And it'd be a shame to see them, you know, falling into dilapidation. So, uh, and Dave felt the same way and uh, it all started from there, really. There were some other uh, uh, residents that are local here that was doing this, felt the same way. And uh, then we all started up to do, you know, to raise money to, to do this uh, shelters. Just tell us about how nice it is to get that £50,000 grant. Oh, that's absolutely wonderful. I mean, it would have taken us God knows how long to have uh, achieved what we want to achieve with the, with the nine shelters, all in all. I doubt if I would have seen it in my lifetime, <laughs> the way things were. So this is great. So now we can get on with doing another three, I would say, at least. So 
you know, it's fantastic. And just tell us a little bit about um, why these shelters are, why is it so important to do these up and have them really back as part of the local community? Oh, it's fine. I mean, it's, we, we need it. I mean, it's, uh, you see a lot of people coming, especially people coming down here weekends and that, and they're using the shelters. And as you can probably feel now, as the wind gets a bit, uh, a bit bad down here. So obviously having the shelters is fine. It's fantastic, you know. So we're really looking forward to that's it for now but for more news throughout the day you can head to kentonline.co.uk news you can trust this is the kent online podcast